0: Welcome to the Mordcast. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazee, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coorsfield, right in the middle of the Terry Block. Uh, if you want to get some of Colorado's best wines that are come from Sonoma County, but if you also want to get some of color, local Colorado best wines, go to Blanchard Family Wines. Uh, one of the best places to go in Denver because it's right in the middle of the Dairy Block, as I said before. Uh, Dairy Block's one of the prettiest places to to go, and you can sit outside. So if you're concerned about Delta variant, um, you're vaccinated, but you're concerned about it, sit outside. Um, And you'll have a great time with some friends. And uh, like I said, with all these things, it's like a public service announcement. I encourage you to get vaccinated, and if you do, um, you know, if you want to go inside, wear a mask, all that stuff, until we're through the Delta variant thing, it's probably better if we do it that way, but if you sit outside, you have a little more, uh, freedom, and it's an alleyway, so it's breezy, I encourage you to go to Blanchard Family Wines. Get their selection of Sonoma County wines. Uh, That 2017 Cabernet is really good. I keep recommending that. Uh, But they've all got a whole bunch of other varieties of wines. They also have whites and reds and a bunch of meats, cheeses, uh, all that stuff. You know, everything you need at your favorite wine bar. Go to bfwdenver.com. And uh, if you go there, you can get some swag and pick up yourself a bottle of of, uh, some of that uh, great, great stuff. Down at uh, down at Blanchard, um, you can have it delivered to you or shipped, or all that stuff. If you're not gonna, you're not wanting to, or not feeling comfortable enough to go downtown. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th in Blakemorezee in beautiful Lower Downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the Dairy Block. Go to bfwdenver.com to pick yourself up some swag or a wine bottle. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast I sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um, of course, uh, let me just apologize to everyone. Um, I had some technical difficulties with the podcast last week, so I apologize. Um, that's why I didn't post later in the week, and uh, I'm going to make up for it for uh, by posting three podcasts. This week, uh, including a Gen X show. So if anyone wants to know about my rundowns, I do one Gen X show a week, which is always on Wednesday. It posts in the morning. And all of these things will generally post early, early, early in the morning. So it's like 1 a.m. is when I schedule them out. Um, So they're available and in your feed by the time you wake up. This one uh, is actually going to go up today as I'm recording it. uh, Because free agency starts at 4 p.m. Mountain. And I wanted to get this out. Um, to kind of begin, I'm going to talk about the draft, which I didn't wasn't able to talk about last week. Um, I don't have a ton of thoughts on it. I will tell you that uh, I di- really was convinced, and so were many people in the media, this should tell you something, that the Nuggets were going to take Jaden Springer. Um, I was surprised they didn't. Um, he was there, he was available, and they didn't take him. Um, they went for who only, I would only describe uh, Bones Highland as who they picked. I, I would only, from VCU, I would only describe him as Will Barton, but shorter, and with less less of a conscience, I guess this is the best way to put it. Um, you know, uh, our discussion around Chuckers has um, evolved over time, and he's got a great personality, really great personality. Um and he has got a great story. he survived a house fire um and which basically destroyed his knee and it's uh he's-' has come back from that has been amazing and it's a really a great story. i really uh uh encourage anyone to look up bones highland's uh um story and just be encouraged by that' There's nothing this is nothing about the individual it's more about really we are at a point now with the nuggets where The debate about best player available, slash need, slash fit, slash all of that stuff comes into play. Unlike, say, three, four, even five years ago, where it was all about best player available, just get as much talent as possible. Uh, The Nuggets are a, well, were uh, ostensibly a contending team prior to Jamal Murray's uh, injury. So, the Nuggets are in a weird spot um as i've been pointing out several times on these podcasts the nuggets issues uh really revolve around how do you survive without jamal um and quite frankly even when jamal comes back um we have all of us have experiences with people who come back after acl injuries um it takes a while it takes a bit you don't have your athleticism and jamal didn't have a ton um he had you know a substantial amount but he's not like you know other quote unquote athletes uh at those positions uh as i pointed out before one of the reasons jamal gets injured is cuz he works so hard on these things and it's just it just puts a lot of strain on your on your muscles like that so that's why he was always hurt um and he played through them to his credit so that's not any value judgment against jamal it's just the state of physical being basically um and if you're going to, you know, if you're looking at this logically, Jamal Murray is probably not going to be, he's probably not going to be here for most of next season. And even if he does get back, he's not going to be, quote-unquote, Jamal. So you got to plan out essentially a year for your second-place player being gone. And unfortunately for the Nuggets, due to their cap situation, and the fact that they kind of went all in with getting Aaron Gordon, um, which was working out until Jamal got injured, which is nug life, um, you have to account for that entire stew. And getting a guy like Bones Highland does not go on, is, and here's the thing. It's not going to affect the Nuggets this year. And when we talk about this Nuggets team – and you talk about the draft, especially if you're drafting at the back half of the draft. Um, you are not drafting uh, players who are projected to be stars. It rarely happens. Um, but you are at the back half. And I don't expect Highland to make an immediate impact. One of the reasons a lot of us in the media thought that Jaden Springer or someone of his like would be selected there is that guys who have high defensive Capabilities generally can make an immediate impact if they are not on offense. Um, Marcus Howard and uh, uh, Bones Highlander kind of fill the same niche. And I think that is where uh, that, I mean, he's got more athlet he has more penetra- penetration abilities than Marcus Howard does, but, but neither guy has you know, as in today's parlance both guys are a bucket, basically, is what the way they they call it. You know, I back in the day we called them Chuckers. Um but uh you know, Chucker doesn't have always have is has a negative con- connotation. So if you're gonna talk about a guy who is uh not afraid to shoot, then you can talk about guys like that. And, um, uh, you know, you have them, you know, it, here's the thing. I don't mind microwaves off the bench, and he could be that. It's just he's a rookie, and I don't think he's going to be there. So if we're going to talk about that draft, we're not going to talk about immediate impact. We're going to talk about maybe two years in the future. Um, the young kid that's probably going to have more immediate impact is the uh, is Zeke Nagy, who was drafted last year. And really, depending on what the Nuggets do in free agency, which is what I'm going to talk about in the next segment, um, Najee could have fill a tremendously large amount, uh, a big role, um, before he's done with his second season. And that is due to the nature of certain financial realities uh, that the Nuggets are facing right now. Um, but as far as Bones Highland goes, it's in, it was a surprising pick. It's not a bad pick. Like I said, you're picking at the back of half of the draft. So basically anyone you pick at that point is gravy. Uh, hopefully they turn out to be something And That's kind of where, you know, Highland is. Um, like I said, he is a shorter version of Will Barton. Um, he is, they're both man, skinny, 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 but he has playmaking ability. He, he has range that goes far out. And uh, he has does have penetration ability too, um, so he can you know once again he is a bucket in today's in, in today's parlance, um, but don't look for him to impact this season unless things go seriously wrong for the Nuggets, and hopefully it doesn't come to that because if 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 Bones Highland let me put it to you this way, folks, if Bone, Bones Island's is making a uh, big impact on this season, it is because something has gone dramatically wrong for this Nuggets team and uh, they have to play guys like that so um, it's kind of like the only reason that Marcus Howard uh, was (laughs) getting playoff minutes is because the Nuggets were missing like three guards so that that tells you something so just keep that in your mind All right. on the other side of the break uh, I'm going to do a DraftKings read and then we'll be talking about Denver Nuggets free agency possibilities be right back Now it's time to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook is uh, my friend's favorite um, sportsbook app, and this is actually very true. I'm not lying when I say that. Um, like I said, I don't do personally doing any sort of gambling or betting, but uh, my friends do, and they all love love DraftKings Sportsbook, particularly my my uh, frequent co-host in the Gen X show, uh, Pat. He loves DraftKings Sportsbook and will highly, told me that he would, to tell you, that he would highly, highly recommend it. Um, the prop bets are uh, really good. They're very easy for you to understand, and I think that is something that is very valuable considering prop betting is one of the most popular things you can do uh, right now in online betting. Um, speaking of America... Our top athletes are in Tokyo, uh, competing for the for the gold. And DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer just for my listeners. Listen to this great offer: Place any event wager of one dollar to be eligible for to cash one hundred dollars in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's one hundred to one odds if an American athlete. Uh, is to stand on the po- podium and receive gold or bronze this week. 100 to 1 odds, is an offer, and an offer like this does not come along very often, so sign up to DraftKings Sportsbook out now and get in on all the action. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code MHS to turn $1 into $100 and free credits. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You know, free agency is going to be very complicated for the Denver Nuggets because they've got uh, Jermichael Green, they got Will Barton, um who have both opted out of their last year, but, you know, you we're getting the whole there's optimism thing happening from from uh, the elements involved that a deal could be done. Who knows what's going to happen there. Um, a lot of what the Nuggets quote-unquote can do is just based on how much they want to pay for a roster that is missing Jamal Murray. And if we're going to talk about the calculus of free agency, which begins today as of this recording at 4 p.m., uh, mountain Time um, the Nuggets need to decide what they're going to do with a roster that is missing a major piece and if the Nuggets feel that they can ride things out this year um, without Jamal or if they need to add something to re- not replace for Jamal but kind of stand in for Jamal and that is where the calculation is now this is this is where i have sympathy for the nuggets they they are kind of due to their situation they're kind of stuck and there is not a ton of options that they can have their 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 problem is largely due to both Jamal and the fact that they're well well up against the tax line and so people. Before pe- I'm going to forestall the people who are going to keep saying cheap, cheap, cheap if the Nuggets don't do anything. Keep in mind, Jamal is hurt. It would be nice if the Nuggets were able to make a major move. But outside of extending Michael Porter Jr., which is on the table, um, whatever they decide on the future of Aaron Gordon, who has one more year left on his deal so they don't have to decide something now, um, and Will Barton and Jermichael Green may be getting a backup center, the Nuggets are pretty much set with what they got. Um, and unless something like a miracle comes around, which could happen, I don't anticipate the Nuggets really making any moves. And I, I mean, I understand if this is disappointing, but the, the reality of the situation is Jamal's injury hovers over every single decision that the Nuggets make, including Michael Porter Jr.'s extension. Um, I've already gone over that. If you want to listen to my, my thoughts on Michael Porter Jr.'s extension, go, go back a couple episodes ago uh, where I talk about the Nuggets don't need to overthink it, and I still believe that. But coming up to Will Barton, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I, I'm anticipating that the Nuggets will make every effort to keep Will um same thing with Jermichael. I think they understand that they need to have a roster intact like that. I would put the chances of Paul Millsap returning to the Nuggets as 20, maybe even less 15%. Um I see him coming back if something happens with Jermichael Green. Um, uh, that's that is part of the uh the equation here, if Jermichael Green gets an offer that, you know, someone backs a dump truck full of money up to Jermichael Green's door, and he takes it, I mean, like, look, Paul Millsap's right there. Um It will be interesting to see what the Nuggets do with Backup Center. One of their big problems last playoffs, as we've discussed here on this podcast, is for whatever reason, JaVale McGee wasn't getting in uh, the game. And he, whenever he did get in the game, he actually made an impact. It was... It was strange to watch, and it's going to be interesting to watch how the Nuggets approach this. Um, McGee was brought in to help with the Nuggets in the playoffs, and he wasn't used, and I think that hopefully any consideration therein goes with how JaVale can help, or any backup center, because quite frankly right now, I don't think there's a good option with using to Michael Green specifically as a backup center. Now, Millsap is better at that, but Millsap is also so old he no longer leaves fingerprints. And, sorry, he's younger than me. Alright, so maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, he's much younger than me. Um, <laughs> Alright, so, so I don't, I don't like. The moral of this story is don't expect the Nuggets to make a wild swing. Um, this is about. Basically, because of the realities of the situation, Jamal being gone first and foremost, and the fact that the Nuggets are right up against the the tax line, the Nuggets are kind of like stuck. Um, They just don't have a ton of flexibility or options unless they make a massive trade. But until Michael Porter, as I pointed out before, until Michael Porter Jr. signs that extension, you really can't, just your options for making big trades are low. That's where the Nuggets are at right now. So once things happen, once things are put into place, then things are going to be able to be moved. But this, as I pointed out on one of the last couple podcasts, is that this year, next year is going to be about survival for the Nuggets. Um, hopefully, Nikola Jokic won't have to play a, a, a trillion minutes. One of the reasons the loss of Mason Plumlee was so big on this Nuggets roster, and he was oddly salary-dumped to Charlotte <laughs> um, this last like last week, I think. Um, one of the reasons Mason was there, and we, Nate Timmons and I discussed this uh, on CSG, was that uh, he was not able, he wasn't a clone, and he wasn't nearly as good. But Mason was able to kind of replicate what a little bit of what Jokic could do in the second unit. Um, one of the Nuggets' big problems last year is that their offense in the second unit was awful. And particularly in the um, playoffs against the Phoenix Suns, the offense was just Garbaggio. Um, and a lot of that had to do with Jokic and how unique he is and how... Uh, people not being used to playing with him or not playing with him at all it just becomes it just it's it's just becomes a jumbled mess and mason really forestalled a lot of that stuff but hopefully the nuggets can do something to go into i'm calling this year the you know the 2021-22 season is going to be about survival and how the nuggets can lip layer on their survival techniques in order to get to through this season into the next season and hopefully by 2022-23 Jamal comes back uh, the same as he was prior and you're there. I mean, I'm not saying the Nuggets are not trying to win. They are trying to win. But this year um because of Jamal's injury is just it's it's about getting through. And I'm afraid in free agency, it's about that too. All right, thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast. I will be back, actually, I think tomorrow with another episode. So I'll be talking to you later.